0: What in the world is God up to? I'm not sure exactly what day you're watching this, but I'm sitting right in the middle of the coronavirus. And what started as a kind of interesting, intriguing, scary pandemic has extended and extended and extended. (laughs) And so the question for many of us has grown and grown and grown. What in the world is God up to? Now, for those of us who are Christians, we believe that God is good. That God knows about this. That God controls this. God is powerful. And most importantly, that God cares about us. He loves us. So, it makes us ask the question even more, what is God up to? As we stay safer at home, as we try another Zoom call or Google Hangout or Netflix party, (laughs) as we hope the internet works and the, the kids don't kill each other, during the isolation, we we ask that question, what is God up to? What are his plans and purposes? Because I bet you're a lot like me that if there's a good reason for something, you can get through it. Expecting mothers can get through the pains of labor because they know something really good is on the way. We can get through really hard, sweaty, agonizing workouts at the gym because we know afterwards we're going to be healthier and stronger and fitter and better. So, what's the purpose for this? This week, that's the question that I want to explore with you. What might be God's reasons? I was listening to a podcast the other day that tried to answer that question and I love the pastor's answer. He said, what is God doing during the coronavirus? A billion times more than you could ever think of. (laughs) I love that answer. God's wisdom, his ways are way higher than ours. God has a billion reasons that won't even cross our minds, which is why I'm excited about this week. Because if you and I could think of just a handful of reasons, just five that I'm going to share with you in the days to come, then maybe God has a billion and five things he's actually up to. So my hope is to suggest a few things that might be on God's mind to encourage you to keep the faith, to stay strong, and to put your hope in him during the coronavirus. So, as we kick things off this week, here's the first thing that God might be doing during this crazy time. He might be teaching us basic Christianity. At the very heart of our faith, what this is all about, maybe the coronavirus is a perfect way for us to understand exactly what Jesus did for us. About a month ago, I was on an airplane. My trip to Israel had been cut short. We had to rebook a flight. I had a layover in Poland and then I was coming back to Chicago. I'm in the aisle seat and guess who is sitting just across the aisle from me? 24, maybe 30 inches. A woman. An older woman. An older European woman. An older European woman who was coughing. Now, in the pre-corona world, I wouldn't have thought much about her cough. It was only every few minutes or so. But in the heightened, terrified, fearful of everyone coughing kind of world, do you know what I would do when she would cough? Am I out of focus yet? <laughs> you know, I don't want to be rude or obvious, but, you know, I was kind of scared in the, the terrifying news. What, what if she was sick? And what if she infected me? And what if I infected my family? So I, I leaned away from her sickness for my own sake. And when I reflected on that moment, which I'm not super proud of, by the way, (laughs) it it reminded me of what Christianity is all about. Of what Jesus came to do. Because when Jesus Christ came into our world 2,000 years ago, he didn't do this. He did this. Let me prove it to you from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 8. Verse 2 says, A man with leprosy came and knelt before Jesus and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said. Be clean. In Jesus' day, people with leprosy were kind of like people with corona today. They were considered dangerous. They needed to be isolated. They were unclean. They could make you sick. They could ruin your life. And so they kept their distance. But what did Jesus do? He didn't lean away. This text says that he reached out towards. And it's such a vivid picture of what Jesus has done for you and for me. I mean, our world, because of Adam and Eve's sin, was infected with an even worse pandemic. Sin had spread like a super virus and all of us were infected. All of us were dangerous. You know, the fever of our selfishness, it it raged through every country every state, every home, and every soul. And it would have been so much easier, so much safer, if Jesus would have just stayed home. If there was some angelic, safer-at-home order, Jesus could have stayed up there and kept his distance from us. But he didn't. He didn't lean back. He reached out. He came into our world, not wondering if he'd beat the odds and escape contamination. No, he knew exactly what would happen. He would be infected by sin. It would take his own life. And yet he chose it. I leaned away from that woman so I could be happier and healthier. But Jesus leaned towards us so that we could be spiritually healthier and happy in the presence of God. With you and with me, he didn't reach out his hand and and touch us like the leper. He reached out his hands to save us forever. And so, if that's the only thing that God did. If the coronavirus just reminded us that we tend to keep our distance from dangerous people but Jesus didn't. He reached out to us when we were sinful, lost and dangerous. He gave up his life so that we could be saved. So, if we have to go through all this just to understand the heart of our faith, that we have a selfless, sacrificial Savior, maybe that's the plan. Maybe that's the purpose. That you and I could see and appreciate and love Jesus more than ever before. Let's pray. Jesus, it's hard to grasp how much you love us. We think so much of ourselves instinctively, but you didn't. You thought of others. You you thought of me. You thought of us. And so we worship you today. We, We love you. As we keep our distance from other people, let us think of the gospel. That you're a God who doesn't keep his distance. You reach out. You reach out for our sake. Help us to love you more than ever. Help us to appreciate you and to trust your plans during this crazy time. We pray this, Jesus, in your beautiful name. Amen. Hey, what's up, everyone? Pastor Mike here from Time of Grace. Thanks so much for checking out this podcast. Uh, We certainly would love this message to reach more and more people. So if you wouldn't mind rating and reviewing this podcast, it would bring it to more people's eyes and we pray this message into more people's hearts. Thanks for your support, and we'll talk to you soon.